five. Let's get into it. Okay, three, two. Boys out of college. What's going on? Episode four, here to recap week four action, preview week five action, and much, 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 much more. Much more in episode four. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Give me more episode four. Hey, you got the weeks right. You got the weeks right this one, this one, Trent. Yeah, usually I'm fumbling. I'm like, oh, week three, week two, whatever. Ethan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Um, I had McDonald's for the first time in a long time yesterday, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but like, I swear, I smell like McDonald's for like days after, and like, I don't understand why. It's like a a pungent aroma, just like. I'll tell, I'll tell you why. It's because you're doing that that value one dollar menu. You got to get off that. <laughs> I am. I am doing that. <laughs> How'd you know that? <laughs> because you get what you pay for. If you get a six dollar quarter pounder, it's going to be halfway decent. If oh, they're selling that Wagyu beef up in that $6 quarter pounder. I, if McDonald's even touches Wagyu beef, I don't want to touch it. I'm not touching it. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep that. Yeah, let's keep those separate, mutually exclusive. We have a very special week foul episode here. Um, we've got two guests, actually. The first of whom, manager of the Ligers, some call him Boog, some call him Bees, whatever you want to call him, Brad Sanders. Welcome in. Uh, how's it going, boys? Huh? Happy to be on the on the pod. Honestly, love listening to it. It's a highlight of every week. Love hearing you boys talk. You guys are honestly way too good at it. You guys are like entertainers. So compliments to you two. But honestly, I was not going to come on unless I beat Gian. So <laughs> thanks, Gian. Thanks, Gian, for letting me on. But hey, yeah. Brad, there's there's nothing wrong with being a front runner. Nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I gotta gotta at least be. 500 got at least be 500 yeah when i lost to gian i had to face the music so yeah that's brutal but <laughs> it was brutal uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah got some things to say love the pod yeah just ready to chop it up with you boys oh hey man and you know what we're we're lucky to have you yeah. absolutely it's it's it's, it's been a long time coming that we get some more people on this podcast you know we had dave show last week but we got brad and then we got another special guest here we got another special guest Owner of the previously critically acclaimed Honolulu Hot Dogs has gone with the total brand change, and he is now Make Delmar Great Again, manager of the Make Delmar Great Again, Spinker, Woody. What do you got to say? Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, First time caller, long time listener, (laughs) been a big fan for a while, so it's glad to be on. But yeah, we went with the name change this year. I think. We, that was all the marketing team. They ran the numbers. They saw what the. Well, hang on, hang on, Spence, Spence. Not what? just not just a name change. The logo change. Talk about and the logo. logo change. We talk and about the, the logo every week. Oh, it's a it's a great logo. Right when I saw that mugshot come out, I was like, okay, that represents what I'm going for in this team. That it's something bigger than football. Yeah, that's, <laughs> kind, that's the kind of guys I want to bring in our locker room. That's what that. <laughs> so I was glad. Uh, I felt like it all came together. So, but yeah, glad to be on. I've been loving the pod so far, and yeah, yeah, excited for today. Yeah, I gotta say, this guy's like the love child of this podcast. You guys freaking love this dude. We hey. love us some Spinky. Hey, there's hey. there's heroes and there's villains in this league. I'm a hero. <laughs> I don't hear much about myself. A lot of love, but whatever. <laughs> well, listen, we'll air it all out: the good, <laughs> the bad, the ugly. We got. We should have just let that roll. Don't respond to that. <laughs> Coach Prime might have some things to say about that, but we'll get we'll get there later. 
Um, okay, look, the I'm throwing the superstitions out the door for week five because clearly they didn't work week four. Look, I picked Trevor. I was 4-0. and I'm, I'm now – excuse me, I was 3-0. and I'm now 4-0. and There it is, E. There's my Freudian slip of my getting my numbers wrong. There you go. I was 3-0 and picking Trev. Now I'm 4-0. and We'll start with this one. We're going to recap week four before we preview week five. Detroit Rock City loses the Trevolution by a total of 0.18 points thanks to Patrick Mahomes taking two knees at the end. Even if he took one knee, I would have yeah. won. But look, whatever. It is what it is. I got no thoughts on this one. Mahomes sucked. Mostert came back to earth. Uh, other than that, I mean, if you look at Detroit Rock City's bench, I mean, the manager over there made every single right play. There's really nobody who could have made a difference, but whatever. I, look, I'm not here to pump my tires or pump, excuse me, pump Trent's tires over there. But E, I'll toss it to you on this one as far as uh, Detroit Rock City Trevolution. Yeah, it's just a horrific beat, Trent. That's just an absolute horrifying sight. And look at these guys. You got Mahomes and Burrow, who are both like AFC championship contenders and putting up lower than 17. I'm sorry. I I didn't use my time correctly. I need 10 seconds to tell Patrick motherfucking Mahomes, get your (laughs) shit together. You're scoring 16 points. In a do-or-die game for me when I'm playing the only other undefeated team of this league, you want to score 16 points against the New York Jets. And it took a Sauce Gardner penalty for you to even get in that, like a Sauce Gardner ref. Weak, soft, soft call. Go ahead, E. I'm sorry. Look, man, all I'm saying is that this – all the whole, all the talk about this game was that Zach Mahomes is the first co- – or Zach Wilson is the first quarterback to outplay Pat Mahomes ever. And that's just that's – a, that's a rough look for your team this week, Trent. Guys are starting to – guys are starting to chirp in the locker room. That's all I'm saying. I've been, I've been hearing some media around the locker room, and, and guys are starting to talk. So okay, well that's on Trent. That's on Trent. Well, for some more, <laughs> for some more thoughts here, let's go to let's go to Spence real quick. What do you think yeah. on this one here? I think it could be a hey, short term. It's a loss. T. It's hard to take L's in this league. It hurts. Tuesday morning hurts after L's like that, and Monday nights. But I think after an incredible incredible performance of previous week, I think your guys were flying a little high. So this might long term bring them back down to earth. They're kind of grounded. They know what the next goal is. So. Short-term L, but I think long-term, your team's still looking looking pretty good. Yeah, Trent, your team put their foot off the gas. They started out hot on Thursday night, and then you got to throw it. I mean, the MVP of this game has got to be Mahomes sliding, and then Taylor Swift just being a total distraction the whole fucking game. So we got it. You know what? I, I, will, I will shake your hand and say that was probably the most brilliant, clever thing anyone's ever said on this podcast because you're absolutely right. If Mahomes doesn't slide, if Mahomes even just like gets the first down and runs out of bounds, like it's it's that's all it is, right? Yeah, Instead, they would have had a ten point lead. They would have had slide, ten point lead. That's a two. Slide at the two. Yeah, no, yeah. what I'm saying is that first down marker was at like the three, right, or something like that. He's just slid. If he if he gets the first down, runs out of bounds, or like gets the first down and slides, then it's one knee, and I'm good. It's an extra three rushing yards. It's he can do all the all the minute yeah. it's not important i lost on a bad beat whatever move on we'll get to it later uh if we're talking about the grand scheme of the win though i think he did the right thing yeah. because well, sure. the sure. odds are so low of the jets coming down immediately scoring a touchdown getting an onside because the ball's in their hands ethan ethan 
Of course he did the right thing for football. <laughs> it sucks for me. That's the bottom line. I don't I don't care about real football because this is fantasy football. And I'll I got, tell you whose fault I, it is. It's Taylor Swift. This mm. dude I picked in the second round, I took a first I was the first domino to fall taking a quarterback. This motherfucker's putting up less than 17 points a game. And I lose. Yeah, not to not mention bad. Trev's Joe Burrow only puts up eight and I still lose. Anyways, embarrassing. Well, let's give some let's give some love to to Trev's team though. I mean, it seems like every week Trev's team always has one or two guys that just pop off. Like, yeah, I, I, like I, every week. I've given nothing but love to Trev's team. I think I, I said last week, I think Trev is the best team in this league. And Ethan and Dave were like, you gotta be, you gotta be drinking Henny to think. I'm like, no. Well, this guy is like handing the flowers to the guy that's playing him this week. Like, now do you like, believe? Oh. Do you believe now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, enough, enough. We've spent too much time on this bullshit. We'll get through it later. All right, second matchup. Bass Pro Bombers, Lickety Split. Lickety Split wins in a rout. 67, about, you know, 66 and some change. Could be some bad juju-y, but I'll let you drive on this one for, for, for obvious reasons. Lickety Split gets the win. What do you think? Yeah, never a doubt. And, and that's the that's my go-to saying after a win. But uh, look, I went into this. I went into this last week, Trey. You remember this? I went into the podcast and I was like, "Listen, I'm gonna beat. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna beat Kyle by 75, but I'm gonna say 25." And then I keep the receipts. David's like 25, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, we're gonna see what happens." By the way, and, yeah, he sounded kind of just like that. David did. It was pretty close to what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put up 67 on his head, oh. and and this is what happens. I mean, like, I'm the highest. Listen, Trent. Last episode was all about accountability, right? And I put my guys in the doghouse. I put the ball in their hands and said, look, prove it to me. Next week, we're the highest scoring team in the league. I think they did their job. I, I love to see it as a coach. We love to get the guys fired up, especially in a down week. So, um, yeah, my guys did what they had to do. Um, it, I can't help but, like, lose some sleep on those trades that I have made, and we'll get to that when the necessary matchup comes along. But um, so far, it looks like I'm losing the trades that I've made. But it's a long season still. We got a lot of games left. So, um. well, Ethan, you know, you you do like to wheel it and deal it, and we'll get into that later. Like you said, <laughs> it's still an early season. We're only at the quarter. But Spink, what do you see in this matchup here? Yeah, I think in games like this, kind of games that mean a little bit more than just uh, just W's and L's. Ethan having the storyline of Adam Thielen, I think that fired the guys up. I think that was the biggest thing. I know you were talking about that pregame. I know Coach was talking about that pregame. We were feeling Thielen. We were feeling Thielen, dude. So, I've, so yeah. But I think Lickety Split, I'll be honest, if you guys need to show us something to be taken a little bit more seriously this year, and you did your job. You did Understood. Your job. Heard that. Yeah, Spence, I'm going to be honest. I was I was coming in a little hot after last week with Ethan. That guy, is, I mean, back in my boy Karch. He's not, he's not saying a lot of nice things. And I had a few things to say about his team, but I have to swallow my words because he showed it this week. He freaking scored the highest in the league, so we can't say too much about it. And honestly, you were saying it, I think, Ethan, in the last um, episode, you were saying that defensive scoring big is huge. And that defensive differential between the two teams yeah. came out big. Dude, I was and not big. expecting that, too. I was not expecting yeah. the Chargers. Hey, honestly – that's on Kyle. Why would he start the Cardinals defense? Well, so <laughs> I, wasn't gonna tell, I wasn't going to tell him. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Honestly. that brings me to my next thing. Kyle, Kyle has the Cardinals and the Jets as his two defenses. In this. Like, it, 
The Look, Jets have a good defense. The, Ethan, Ethan, answer my question. Yes or a yes or no will suffice. Am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> <laughs> Am I or not? You are not. So, so take my opinion with a grain of salt. Kyle, those are two of the worst god-awful teams in the league. Get rid of one of them. Just <laughs> start wheeling and dealing. Do what you got to do. Because negative two ain't going to cut it. 12 would have been fine, but you still would have lost by 50. So, Ethan, I did want to ask you this. What went into the decision behind starting the Chargers defense over the Bills, who have some players? Uh, so the, the rationale here is that I'm a, also a big matchup guy. I think matchups mean – a little bit more when especially like a defense comes into play I, I don't mind streaming a defense but the bills played miami and miami had just scored 70 the previous week so i said i'm gonna take a back seat this week and just watch it now that i know that the bills <laughs> score 15 points against miami as their defense that tells me a lot and it tells me that they're one of the top teams in the league in terms of defense and that is one of the wins of that trade that I had made with Nate. We'll, we'll talk to that. But listen, I, I don't want to dog on Kyle too much because, you know, we talk about the managerial decisions. And, yeah, sure, give him the Jets defense instead of the Cardinals. But the Jets are playing the Chiefs. Like, that's a questionable decision too. But I have to applaud Kyle for biting the bullet and starting young C.J. Stroud and saying, you know what, I'm going to put this guy in the mix. He's been proving himself and he's a rookie, but why not? Playing a Pittsburgh defense, Pittsburgh's usually a pretty stout kind of kind of squad over there. Um, versus Brock Purdy, who's playing arguably one of the worst teams in the league. Like, but like Kyle showed some real balls there, starting CJ Stroud, and it paid off. So, can't Stroud hate boys it. Stand up, Stroud boys, stand up. That's all I gotta yeah. say, Stroud boys. It was good. Yeah, from, I good pickup. No, yeah. we can move on though. Ethan, I want to I wanna do a callback to something you said a couple weeks ago. I don't give people too much credit for something that I expect out of them. I mean, I, you could, you could start Brock Purdy. You still, you know, lose by 65. So, Kyle, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm just telling you, make some moves. All right. Uh, matchup number three. This ought to be good because uh, this was my lock of the week, admittedly. I will stand up here. Ethan, we will carry the accountability theme, the motif, over into motif. the week before recap. Because the Flying Dutchman almost damn near doubled up Filipinos after I put Filipinos in the throne room where, Ethan, you technically did it, but we were both going to do it. So on the Philly side of things, like, it's just tough. Aaron Jones didn't do shit for you. Olave sucks this year. You got this Jordan Addison dude not doing anything. Nate, on the other hand, he's got a negative defensive performance, still comes away with a monstrous win. Uh, let's toss it to Ethan. Then we'll go to Brad first on this one. But Ethan, what'd you see? Yeah, I got a couple things. One thing is this is what I was the matchup I was going to get to in terms of trades. I gave Nate what it, what seems like a gold bar for a sack of Fritos. Um, in the long run here, I gave him Pacheco and DJ Moore, who both finally decided to score twenty five plus. And uh, it's sad to see it. You know, I still got the win, but that's just something I noticed and was like, damn, okay. Um, but Trent, you'll like this. You know what I titled? You know what I headlined this matchup? What? Trouble, tr trouble in Philadelphia? Question mark. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> trouble in Philadelphia? I don't know. Maybe because two. Maybe they. Maybe they cracked the code on Tua. Look, I heard I that they put some pressure on him this week. I thought it was going to be – well, yeah, that's a good point you make because we talk about how he lives and dies with the Dolphin, and the Dolphin did not show up this week. But I, I thought you were going to give me some Davy Jones flying Dutchman punt or something like that. I'm waiting for that one, E. I'm waiting on it. 
Brad, tell us what you thought about this one. Honestly, watching this matchup, it was a sad, sad, sad day for the league. Everyone wanted to see Nate lose this game. He's the true villain of this league. Everyone hates seeing Nate win. But it was a bad come down after Philly's tough loss to you last week. So um, all I got to say is Nate's definitely going to try and trade DJ Moore after Justin Fields' first good week. So, hey, keep Absolutely. Your- Keep your radars running. He's going to try. Yeah, and hey, everybody, just, just a friendly <laughs> reminder from your friend Brad here, Liger's manager. You are all going to get a trade proposal from Nate Willett within the next 72 hours about fucking whoever. It'll be all for right. your best player. It might be a copy and paste text, too. <laughs> Moore's coming off 12 target game. <laughs> yeah. He right, really so likes him. Nate really likes DJ Moore. <laughs> I'll keep this. I'll keep this one brief. I think Philly. Philly's got a good team. Nate has a good team too. But Philly, I feel like is a, he's the biggest boomer bust team this year. There's always like one or two teams that either just go off or they really just don't have it week in week out. So I think Spence, Philly. I'm curious. I'm curious, Spence. Do you think this was more of a Nate win or a Philly loss? Great question. One thirty-eight is good, but. I think your eyes go to Filipinos when you see this game. It's a little right. troublesome. It's a little troublesome. So I think more of a Filipinos loss, I would say. But still well, impressive by it, Nate. E, that's a great question because in that vein, your eyes might go to Filipinos when you see 70, you know, in the 70s. Right. Let's go to Clarky scoring 56 <laughs> points as Kid Karch doubles him up at 129.14. Now, in full disclosure, I don't want to out somebody here. But Mitchell Karcher wanted to be on this show right now. He wanted to be on this podcast. He wanted to speak his piece, talk his shit, bump his gums, puff his chest. Didn't end up happening because we had to record a little bit later. But Mitch will make it on the pod at some point. Nonetheless, Spence, I'm going to throw this one to you quickly because I know you have some context to build here on the Kid Karch bludgeoning of Clarky Boy. Yeah, I have some inside information about this matchup. So. We all saw the text Thursday night, Thursday evening, a little early in the day, or early in the evening still when that way text went out. Way too early, way too Clarky early. Boy. And I may or may not have been with him, and it may or may not have been some refreshments also going around during that time, during the Lions game. But, I mean, dude, Clarky, he won the league a couple of years ago, but since then, dude, and to put up a performance like this after talking, you're talking shit. Clarky, dude, I don't know. You're going to have to show us something next week because you – this is one of the worst performances I've seen since my time in the league, and I've been in – well, we've been doing this like eight, nine years now. Spence, 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 we don't got to sugarcoat it. It is the worst. It's the worst. It, it might be the worst. And with the text going along on Thursday – That's what night, I mean. In, in context, it's the worst, absolutely. Yeah. Clarky, I, I feel bad, but I don't feel bad because you did it to yourself. Yeah, the definite MVP of this game is karma. As soon as he sent that text, I think he scored 10 more points. Absolutely. Karma definitely brutal. yeah, Karma definitely brutal. played a part in this. Uh, I think the last team, the, the last time Clarky, this is what the media is saying, the last time Clarky's received this much slander has been since the famous carrot incident back in the day. <laughs> Those real ones that, that that listen to the show, that listen to the friend group. But we won't, we won't speak into that, dive into that. That's uh, a toy but, carrot, uh, bro. That's a toy carrot. <laughs> Sorry, Clarky. I don't know. I don't know. That just came to mind. But um, yeah, Mitch, I'll give you what credit's due. I know we got some long time beef, and you know what? We'll get on this show and we'll we'll hash it out. We'll hash it out. We'll throw shots at each other. But Alvin Kamara, first game back. Good for him. Um, Nico Collins. I gotta send my formal apologies to Mr. Nico after saying he was 
a fluke two weeks ago. I'm accountable, Mitchell. I'm going to stick to my word. I'm accountable. But um, good win, buddy. All right, I'll wrap this one up quickly by just saying I thought it was very cute. And I will use the word cute. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm actually not shitting on Clarky. I'm giving Clarky some credit here. Uh, that Jordan Love outscored Jared Goff by seven points, and the Detroit Lions absolutely obliterated the Green Bay Packers. But we don't have to we don't have to talk about all that because this is, you know, it's fantasy league at the end of the day. Um, let's move on. Rick Dalton gets his first win of the season, 141.06. Over Hyde, Mr. Moon, 100.44. Another route, if I do say so myself. Rob, I got to give you some credit here. Again, Stafford just not quite outplaying Justin Fields, but doing enough. And, dude, your position players. Uh, I mean, Spence, I'll let you drive on this one first. But, you know, no Deshaun Watson, so you're kind of forced to throw Stafford in there. Stafford delivers, um, gets the win, too, while he's at it. And, really, if you look at, at Rob's bench, other than the IR, which is Aaron Rodgers, and it's hideous, but – uh, Rob made some some very tough, correct decisions this week, Spence. He did. He did. Good tight end pickup. Ferguson, that was a nice one. He was on the waivers. But, yeah, Robbie's starting to figure it out. He needed to win this week. I mean, 0-3. But I think we got to give Robbie some credit. It's taking him some time to get used to fantasy football. I think he's always – I mean, he was a soccer kid. I think he's always kind of been used to a little European style. Yeah, he thought he fantasy had, football was like we're drafting Messi and Ronaldo and, and the yeah. Premier League fantasy league. Yeah, so I think he's starting to figure out how like real football works. So it's just taking some time. He's a soccer kid. He's a soccer guy. So, but yeah, impressive I love winning. Also, tough for Jack. I mean, tough season for Jack. Oh, so I'm hey hey. We're gonna leave. <laughs> we're gonna leave yeah. the Jack side. Of, the reason I tossed it to Spencer first is because I know Ethan and Brad have some thoughts on the Jack side of this yeah. thing. So who wants to get it started? Go for it. I, I can let Brad finish. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I like love the fact that Robbie never like speaks on any like sort of beef or controversy any, any time ever. So the fact that he just like totally plowed Jack is like hilarious to me because like Robbie's like, yeah, this is boys played good. <laughs> you hey, know? Ethan, Ethan, let me ask you a question real quick. Real quick. What's up? Has he taken the silent killer torch from David after David appeared on the podcast last week and now Robbie is the silent killer of the league? Maybe. He might be the silent killer torch. I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny how, like, sometimes, like, the way that trades and free agency works out, like, sometimes teams just, like, randomly have, like, a lot of players from the same team and they're starting to line up. So, like, Stafford, Van Jefferson, and Puka, like, this is a random three players that are just, like, all playing in Robbie's lineup. This is, like, funny to me. But Bijan Robinson, for sure, 20 points. Good for him. Jake Ferguson, like Spencer said, wonderful, wonderful pickup. Um, I got to apologize to Robbie. He sent me a text after we uh, I kind of made a claim that he doesn't listen to the pod. And maybe that was going too far. I apologize, Robbie. Um, that was out of that was out of line, and I apologize. But um, good win, buddy. And hey, it's, it's lovely that you beat Jack. Lovely. Sometimes, sometimes we've got to take attendance, Rob. We love you. But, you know, we we, sometimes we, we just don't know. You know, we just don't know. Aaron Rodgers is still on the squad. Aaron Again, he did make a comment about Aaron Rodgers stays on the team. Rob, if that's the hill you're going to die on, it's a weird one. But I'll, I'll, I'll rock with you, though. I He's acknowledged it. it. He's acknowledged it. You, you okay have at least – yes, you've acknowledged it. It's, it's you know, you're sticking to your guns. All right, Brad, give us your thoughts on this one. So, to be honest, hey, shout out, Rob, longtime listener, it sounds like. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, this was pretty much – Ass versus ass. These teams are not that good, to be honest. But Justin Fields came out hot, so it looked like it was gonna fall. It was gonna fall to the moon. 
but I was I got, waiting for Jack to start talking shit. I know I was it's waiting. Been real, it's been real quiet in the chat, and Jack is usually the first to talk. So the moon, the is moon dim. is yeah, it's very <laughs> dim. It's the moon barely is dim. visible. It's barely visible, but very cloudy, dude. It's very yeah. cloudy this year. Yeah, you be, you begin to think that Taylor Swift's too much of a distraction for the moon, you know. <laughs> T Swift, T Swift. They haven't been scoring too much when she showed up. So I don't know. The moon has been real dim. A hey, good win. Rick Dalton. Bijan, kind of a stud. Hasn't even scored much. Tud Tuddies, but still putting up 20 consistently. So I'll say if anything, if anything, Jack is consistent because he might not score 140. <laughs> he might not score 50, but he'll score 99, 100, 98. <laughs> He's consistent and not consistently yeah. good, but hey, dog poop smells like dog poop. So it is what it is. The hey. hardest thing to do in sports is consistency. So in that vein, let's move to the feeling got out of the doghouse last week with a win comes right back down to the dungeon. I mean, more on that later. I don't know if he's in the doghouse or not, but we'll talk about that in a second. Someone on this panel, uh, Brad Sanders and the Ligers, get the win over the feeling. Um, Brad, I do want to ask you, I want to start this whole little debriefing with a question about your quarterback situation. Because I've been on the record saying I feel like it's a coin flip every week. However, Russell Wilson, like, really outscored outplayed Geno Smith this week is there is that really hard for you on Sundays or is it kind of an easy decision what's your what's your mental algorithm honestly going into the game I was all in on on uh Geno Geno's my starter Geno's my starter that's that's how I'm gonna go Geno ball but uh to be honest when I was looking at the matchup I didn't want three guys playing on Monday night and I like the matchup for Russell going against Chicago so I had to start him, and it ended up working out for me. Gino got a little hurt in the game, but he'll be back stronger than ever. Brad, you don't like the Monday night. You don't like the Monday night players. I was gonna say, let the record show. Brad is not a Monday night sweat guy. Not yeah. a Monday night sweat. Guy. Uh, not too much of a Monday night sweat guy, but also Chicago just sucks. So yeah, you gotta start Woo! Russell. Gotta start mm -hmm. Russell. So yeah, um, I had to take it to the feeling this week. They're not too good, but. Actually, I, I take that back. Gianni's on the up and up, up and up. He's got some good guys. He's got he's going to be scary. Coming. Yeah, I know hey, you guys he, have been saying it. Big he's time. out of the gate now, right? I mean, Cooper Cup might be coming back. Jonathan Taylor's eligible now. Like it's it's time to play. It's time to play, yeah. Gab. Let's go. Play. And they easily have spots in that lineup, and it's like it's going to be very seamless transition when those guys get in. It is. Yeah. I like Richardson too. I'm not going to lie. Richardson's a good fantasy quarterback. He puts up good numbers each week running the ball. So the feeling after a horrendous season last year, and it looked like another horrendous one early. I won't. I won't lie. It looked like it was going to be another tough year. It's coming along. Okay, Gav, we got it. You're coming along. Quarterway mark, and you got a decent little spot here. This might be a controversial question, but do you guys think Gavin knew that this was going to happen or this all just happened by chance and he just stumbled upon the position no, I, that I, he's in? Listen, I think, I think <laughs> maybe, maybe I shouldn't go first on this. <laughs> hey, I, I got it. I got it. That's no, why they no, call no, him no, the no. I, I, I'll give him credit. I think, I think he knew what he's doing, and I think we have a tendency to jokingly undersell him at times. I think Gavin knew what was going on. He's also a Colts fan. That factored in the Jonathan Taylor pick, right? So, I mean, it is what it is. But, Brad, go ahead. My bad. 
Yeah, that's why they call him the feeling. This guy's got everything planned out. He's a really good manager. Okay, do it. y'all remember the Eli Manning? <laughs> a really good manager? <laughs> the Eli Manning pick. <laughs> what? That's the feeling, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was in your basement, Spencer, was it not? Yes, was it was. right over here. It was right yeah. over here. He walks out of the bathroom. Eli Manning. Do you just remember like the two seconds of nobody speaking and being like, <laughs> and everyone just burst out laughing. <laughs> he hit a piece of paper in the bathroom. Bro. Yeah, he said, this is my feeling. <laughs> okay, there's, Eli Manning. There's two things I remember vividly from that draft. Okay, number one is Gavin doing that. Number two is Lance Adif was in the league that this yes. was the Lance year. But he this was also the year that we did a physical draft. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't able to be there. So he texted me his list. And number one on his list of players he wanted was Sammy Watkins. And I just... <laughs> At that point, and we, Lance is not in the league anymore. We should have we should have kicked him out right then and there because I think after that there were some under the hand under the table handshake deals about David Johnson and Cash. And there was a lot of corruption in the league back then, bro. <laughs> there was so much corruption. It's like an episode of Sopranos, bro. For real. No, was I, like, was like, Lance, I was like, Lance, dude, Lance, I love you. I can't take Sammy Watkins in the first round in my right mind. I can't do that for you, like. We, we, dude, we all had sheets printed out. Like we all have our highlighters. We're all locked in. Ethan, you're up at the whiteboard. I'm like, dude, I cannot in my right mind stand up and be like, Lance will take Sammy Watkins in the first round. Couldn't do it. Okay. There is a certain matchup that I want to get to laughs here. So we'll put that on ice. I want to talk about Chips Fever and Still in College. Still in College squeaks by, by a little over nine points this week. Uh, Jay Herbo shows up as Ethan predicted he would. Jay Jetta shows up as Ethan predicted he would. Um, Ethan, thoughts on here? Thoughts on this matchup as David? This this was a master class, master class of a horrific beat. When you are up like twenty or however much it was, and a defense solely comes back on Monday night to beat you. I am not sleeping for weeks after that. That is atrocious. And like, oh, and the fact that they scored 43, that how I don't even remember how much Dallas scored that one week. They had 40 some points, but like 43 might be the league high for defenses. And it's like Seattle's just like, okay. They're not like yeah. some crazy defense. Well, Brad and Gino might have something to say about that. But oh, Ethan, I want I want to, I want to offer this shade of the opinion for a second here. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a second option on his bench. So, Chris, you got to give yourself an option. Like, what if you have the I, I, again? I, you're putting me on the spot here. I'm putting myself on the spot. I don't know, but that's the only defense he has on his roster. And if you're if it comes down to that, it's almost like, dude, if you're ahead, you almost kind of want to just like you could just bench the defense and like yeah. that, it's it's a weird spot you're in i get it but but i'm just know. like but i'm just like look if you're 0 and 3 and you put up 145 and you're like man i'm up 30 going into monday night to lose like that i even remember like the sack that it happened i was like oh like my heart dropped my heart dropped for chris cuz that that's enough to take the life right out of the locker room that loss right there but woody or woody brad what do you guys got to say about it all I got to say is the Legion of Boom is back, bro. 
Oh my god! Jeez, look at this guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, no, I'm just kidding. That was the worst beat I've seen. I mean, you're not going to get a better game out of Diggs and Allen. They're just, I mean, those are the Chips Fever like whole team, and they went off. So I don't know. It's tough to lose when, but and he also got a sneaky 23 from Michael Wilson. Yeah, good pickup. Good pickup, Nort. <laughs> that was a nice pickup. That was a nice pickup. And I did think, it, I mean, we also got to say, North team hasn't won yet. So just him still not getting the monkey off the back, that makes it even worse. It'd be one thing if you're 2-2 two and two right now and that happened, but to be 0 for still, that's that's tough. But Nort, you had a good week. We, I, They were talking a little shit about you last week, your team. I don't know if you're listening, but you had a monster performance from Diggs and Allen, and you still couldn't get it done. It's tough. It's tough. Okay, so to wrap this one before we go into the finale, I, I two things. This is like the, the the PTI where they do the errors thing. I clearly fucked that up when I'm talking about the Seahawks. David messed me up by making Chris his profile picture. But nonetheless, my point stands <laughs> that Chris only had the commander's defense to work with. Like, you got to give yourself options. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Let's shout move out into David. The, shout, shout out, out to David. David, David. Yeah. <laughs> David, after taking piece. some shit in this league, is up to three and one and looking primed for a run. But looking strong. We saved this one for the back burner for good reason because we have the owner himself, the owner, governor, manager, coach, general president. manager, president, congressman mm. in the building, Coach Prime, Spencer Woodruff of Make Delmar Great Again. Taking home a win over Sparty Squad. Spence, I'll let you drive, brother. This is your moment of glory. Go for it. It feels good. It feels good. I mean, honestly, not a great performance from the team. Other than, I mean, McCaffrey having just one of a, just a monster fucking day. It was awesome to see just how many. Like, every time I every time I refresh that game, he just had like 10 more points. It was awesome. It was a great Sunday for that. But two tough starts. I started Roshan Johnson and Musgrave. Not good starts. Maybe I shouldn't start NFC. North guys that are on the Lions. That's what I'm starting to think. But Devin's team, a decent performance, respectable performance. But I'm thinking this team, my my team this year, this might be a team destined by God, dude. We got the two Christians. This might be God's team, dude. God's got a plan for this squad. I'm just saying it's early still, but this might be a team of destiny. So I'm putting the league on notice. God, dude. God, dude. (laughs) Hey, Spence, I will say, too. I want to throw this out there. I want I want to get Brad Knee in the mix, of course. But we've been we've been seeing this Kirk Cousins downfall coming. Were you kind of licking your chops, saying I got Lamar, you got Kirk? Yeah, dude. I I wasn't scared of Kirk this week. I mean, he has been number one quarterback up until this week. He's been putting up a lot of yards, but I don't. know. We all kind of. I think everyone around the country knew that it was gonna. It was a little fluky. That's what I'll say. In Carolina, I mean, two picks, only 139 yards against Carolina. I don't think they're – I mean, their defense is all right, but they're not a good football team. But, yeah, I wasn't too nervous. Waller made me a little nervous because Monday night, you never know. That's a scary – it's scary when you're up, like, 25, like when you're, like, supposed to win, and then you 25 is not a safe number. No, no. There's been nights where I've gone to bed like, oh, we're, we're dubbing. And you wake up the next day and you're like, I lost by six. You're like, how did this happen? So, well, yeah, just Monday night, I was a little nervous, but no, sometimes in those Monday night games, you like, after the first quarter, you just know you're going to lose. You're just like, well, like, this guy's already caught nine balls somehow. But, um, Spence, I also had a question for you. 
Um, how much media coverage has gone around about Christian McCaffrey damn near scoring more points than Clarky's whole team? Has there been much about that? Or I, I know Clarky's been Clarky's been Clarky's been the phony of the week, obviously, but uh, just an interesting observation, something to look at, something that the fans of Clarky Boy are looking at as well. I think, and they're starting to be a little Clarky Boy. Well, two and two, I think two straight losses, two kind of tough losses for Clarky Boy. I think. And his uh, his fans are a little tough. They're a little tough. So I think a little hot seat up there, dude, up there for Clarky Boy. He's better. Maybe. Relegation? Relegation. Can I, can I throw in some more Clarky Boy slander real quick? Yeah. So uh, my girlfriend listens to the podcast. Shout out, Katie. I love you. Um, she was she was um, listening to last week. And you know how we would always give David shit for his name, Breeze? <laughs> she's like she's like she's like she's like i don't know why like i don't know why you guys gave david so much shit for that name like especially based off some of the other names in your league like clarky boy (laughs) i was like i was like oh shit (laughs) can we also say clarky boy still has a fucking like dumbass picture as his as yeah generic stock image yeah it's the browns i'm like why do you have this he had no explanation for it i don't know even Nathan Willett had the, you know, the 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 courage to to make it something that you know encapsulates your team name. He made it the Dutchman from SpongeBob. That's great. We might have a lawsuit on our hands. I don't know. I don't care. You can't. You can't be the Browns brown stripe with the orange helmet it's just that's that's how you end up with 56 clarky i'm sorry that's just also just love how nate was the first one to chip at clarky after that week (laughs) nate Nate was chomping at the bit to say something to clarky he's a villain (laughs) yeah spence when i look at this game you got to go back to the very beginning of this year and devin picking jamar chase over christian mccaffrey that's literally what i see in this matchup i mean you were the third pick. He was the second pick. He took Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, Bengals, horrible season. Right. CMC, MVP-like season. God has a That's plan. That's what right? goes back to. Yeah. God has a plan. That's what this team is destined. Don't make that my goal there, baby. Fortune favors the bold. Watch out for this team. Don't bend the wrong side of God. You know, you know what? <laughs> I will say this. That was the single best nugget of analysis that we've gotten on this entire podcast through four episodes was Brad bringing up draft status like that. Yeah, that that was love it. Brilliant. So no, draft that's insider. That's what I'm saying. Got so all let's the knowledge, move, boys. Let's move into week five. If you guys don't mind, we're going to preview some <laughs> matchups. We're going to talk about all the good stuff that everyone wants to know. Ethan, we'll start with your team. Lickety split. Taking on Chips Fever, still looking for his first win is Chris. Uh, it's Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, Tony Pollard. A lot of intra, you know, a lot of rivalry uh, kind of matchups going on. What do you see happening here? Who wins? Well, I'll tell you one thing, and that's Lickety Split has an 0-1 record this year against 16 seed teams. So I am not going into this lighthearted i'm not looking like i'm i'm not gonna go in thinking i'm just gonna immediately blow this team out we're practicing like it's the super bowl every single day so if that means we gotta play chris and play some head-to-head football that that's what it means you know we're gonna take chris like a grain of salt it's uh, a quote i've been hearing a lot lately is any given sunday and uh when sunday comes around it could be north's day hopefully it's not but we're gonna prepare for the worst like we do 
I got, I'd like to see my go, my guys mesh a little bit better this week. Now that we've been on the, we've kept the same roster going, but um, I think I, I think I get a nice little win here. Uh, I'm going to call it a 15 point win. All right. I've got uh chips fever Spence. Mm. Yeah. I think Chris's team rides with Alan Diggs. I mean, not, not a bad two to ride with, but at, london i think that's tough i don't see a lot of points necessarily being scored the jags are they're london's team dude so i see that being a low scoring game but they're also aren't they one and three also though are they all time no the, the jags in general i think are they one and three or are they two and two i think two and two they won their last e- either I, way like either. the pressure is on them i don't know yeah. it's that's a tough out against the bills in a neutral setting so we'll see yeah. but go ahead they were Sorry, the afc's either. darling they were the afc's darling in the offseason the jags yeah. but I think Easton gets another dub. I just don't think Chips Fever. I just looked down that roster. Unless Diggs and Allen and maybe Swift and you get a good game out of someone else. But uh, Easton seems starting the ball a little bit. So I got lickety split. Yeah, I look at this game and it's – I do pick Ethan, honestly. I do think Stitt or Allen will have a big game as long as Diggs. But I also think Gabe Davis is going to have a big game with them. And Chris doesn't have enough guys that – can hold off that like attack from Ethan along with uh, Hertz and Pollard. I think he gets it done pretty easily. Thanks, guys. Right. That means a lot. By the way, <laughs> by the way, my reasoning for Chris is I just want Chris to win. Oh, and four. You can't. You can't. Start I think we five. all want Chris to win. Honestly, like I, I need Chris to win a game. Hopefully Liar. not against me, but like, hopefully Ethan, not against me. Hopefully not against me. Ethan. But, you are the commissioner of this league. You're two and two right now. You you've you've seen a lot worse. Chris Chris is a damn Chris is a champion. Chris mm. cannot have his ring snatched by you know the the commissioner. He's never going to recover from that. Okay, let's move on. Uh, make Delmar great again. Takes on still in college. This is going to be a, Spence. You better give us some fireworks here. Yeah, we got a big matchup here, guys. This is two of the best. I always like. Uh, I always respect David's team. As long as his interests don't conflict with my interests, but this week they do. This Wait, week Spence, they, I, they conflict. Hold on, hold on. What about what's, hold on? What's the picture going to be? Because he changes oh, his picture. He changes his picture logo based on who he's playing that week. So what's Dave going to make it? He hasn't changed hey, it yet. He better bring something good, or else if it's just <laughs> mediocre. I mean, we'll see what he's what he's about this week. But he's starting Mac Jones. That's not a good sign. I'll be honest. If you see that, and I don't know, I like. I think my boys get back on track. I mean, McCaffrey's going to McCaffrey. Lamar's going to Lamar. But other than that, I like some of my wideouts this weekend. Don't sleep, guys. Jameson Williams, eligible to play now. So don't sleep. Don't sleep. We got another guy in the mix, another one of God's warriors. It's going to be a fun matchup, man. I'm honestly excited for this one. Um, my phone was glitching. It said you were playing Devin. That's why, just with all the schedule changes recently. But um. Dude, yeah, this will be a fun one. I'm excited for it. Hopefully you win, Spencer, because David's my divisional foe. I would like to see him drop in the rankings. But, um, yeah, good luck to you, sir. And hopefully the the Protestant movement is still alive after it's all said and done. I hope so. I hope so. But, no, David's got a good team. David's got a good team. So this is going to be a fun matchup. I think everyone's going to be tuned in for this. Yeah, when I look at this game, I have it starred. That's, this is the best matchup of next week. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Fun fun game to tune into but i still take spence i think you're gonna win big kind of a wagon right now i think lamar gets it done in pittsburgh pittsburgh and 
Um, I think the luck runs out for Dave. But yeah, I, I also got a start of Mac Jones not yeah. looking great over yeah. there. Yeah, well, hang, on, hang, say, on, hang yeah. on, Let me give some context to this. Two things. Number one, Chris, uh, I want to say Chris because that's the fucking picture. David <laughs> is starting Mac Jones because Justin Herbert's on his bye. That's the only mm-hmm. reason. Also, Spence talks about Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams is on Spencer's bench, and there ain't no way Spencer's starting Jameson Williams. So I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. I still I like Spence to win this week, but I just I hmm. Breeze has been in the throne room a couple weeks in a row now. I don't know. This is a you guys nailed it when you said this one started. I got Spence, but I think I expect Sparks to fly. Anyone else got any last minute thoughts on this one? Yeah, Dave, you got the whole pod against you, man. So sorry, Brad. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, this is the podcast favorite matchup. These guys are the two favorites of the podcast, the so called villain and Dave. And then Spence, <laughs> the hero. Let's <laughs> go, hey. Christianity. It's baby. a Greek tragedy. Yeah, bro. We're coming to raid, dude. This is a conquest. This is the Crusades right now. We're coming to raid the Muslim lands, dude. The Christian Crusade. <laughs> okay. Well, as a wise man named Micah Parsons once said, ain't no team ever won no Super Bowl in September. So here we go. We got the Bass Pro Bombers 1-3 and three against the Filipinos 1-3. and three. One of y'all needs to pick up a second win here. One of y'all is going to fall to one and four, which is going to seem insurmountable. So we've got C.J. Stroud against Tua Tungavailoa. we got Derek Henry, Aaron Jones. The Sparks are flying. The Stars are coming out. Two bad defenses, though, Jets, Jets, Titans, at least to this point. So this will be a fun one to watch. Brad, what do you see in this matchup? What I see from this matchup uh... – I do love Stroud. I think he's a good quarterback, but that's all Kyle's got going for him in this matchup. I think Tua and Tyreek light up the Giants' defense. Philly by a lot. Eh, nah, it might be close. I'll give you a 10-point game, but I, I take Philly in this game. Yeah, I'll go next. I think, like I said earlier, Philly's boomer bust each week, and I think this is a boom week just because Miami – Tough loss last week, a little embarrassing. So they're playing the Giants. I think they're going to light it up. And, I mean, Tua and Tyreek, they they can easily drop 70 or 80 together on your head. So And that's kind of – that does the whole weekend. So I'm going to go Philly. But I think Kyle – Kyle's got a good little squad. So I think Kyle could still win this game. It's going to be it's gonna be closer than people probably think. Yeah, I don't – I feel like I'm feeling a little existential about this matchup, Trent. Were we too high on Philly early in the season? No, no, we were not. Were I we? Because <laughs> I don't know, man. Because like now, after he scored seventy, like I just don't know. Like this team is just weird. Like on paper, it looks fine, but Kyle's team also doesn't look terrible either. Now that I just, I feel like sometimes you just get like tunnel vision and you got your blinders up and you don't really pay attention to the other teams sometimes. But like. Kyle's, I think Hawkinson's like the number two tight you know end. You know number what this one? is? He's the number one. You know what this is? This is a Adam Thielen agenda. You just love Adam Thielen. Maybe I do. Back. Maybe I do. That's all it is. But uh, listen, I'm hearing a lot of uh, different like fantasy like reporters and fantasy sites that are calling Gus Edwards one of like the s- starts of the week. And sure, yeah, call it talk. Call it. Call it. Call it what you want to say. Give me Kyle. And make it a make it a small margin, but I'm 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 riding with the Bass Pro Bombers here. I like C.J. Stroud, man. I like Derrick Henry. It's a divisional matchup. He Derrick Henry always seems to play better in those divisional matchups. But I'm taking Kyle. But make it a close little matchup. Make it close. Okay. All right. 
Okay, Tua, Tungavailoa, and Tyreek Hill, Phillies, Tua, Tyreek stack that he warned us about in week one is playing the Giants defense. That is going alone, that alone is going to double his score from last week, and Philly will win in a row. Okay, let's move on. Um, Can we acknowledge, though, that the Giants is a weird defense? Can we acknowledge that? Because you no. know, they, they played they played at freaking Dallas week one, and I feel like Dak didn't even do much because their defense just scored 80 touchdowns in that game. And they just played the Seahawks, and Geno didn't do much in that game. Like You know what, E? Geno got you know hurt, what? bro. Ethan, Ethan, hang on. <laughs> if it was week 13 and it was a two-game fluke, or it was week one and it was a one-game, it's something. But we're a quarter of the way through the season. You are who we thought you were at some point. That's the bottom line. Yeah, this is, you're right. Ethan, this is football. This is you're not, right. This, All I'm saying is any given Sunday, man, any given Sunday, if the Cardinals can walk in and beat the Cowboys, then I'm, I'm not putting it past the Giants. I'm not putting it past Dable. Yeah, but Miami just coming off a tough loss too, though. They got something to prove. They That's just true. got That's embarrassed true. by a divisional opponent. I think they want to They want to go off. They got it is in Miami game. too. It is in Miami. Yeah. In Vice City. That's what I wanted to say. All right, let's move on. Um, Detroit Rock City coming off a heartbreaking, stupid-ass fucking loss. Uh, <laughs> taking on Rick Dalton, a team that I have gotten on here and called the worst team in the league, even though, it, Rob, I don't necessarily believe that to be true, and we'll get to that later. Um, you know, with new information. New information I get to Trent's just team. saying that. Trent always just talks up the team he's playing Ethan, every week. With new information, I get to form new opinions. Look, I, I definitely I definitely think Detroit Rock City is winning this week. I mean, as the lineups are set right now, I'm supposed to win by 16. But I will say this. Mahomes, get your shit together. You're playing Minnesota. A, you can do me a favor. B, you can do the Lions a favor. Knock the Vikings to one and four. That's You're done. You're one and four. You're done. So that's that. Raheem Mostert had a four-point game last week after having a 50-point game the week before. So I think he'll split the difference. James Conner also came back to earth a little bit. So I just – I don't know. Ultimately, one thing that's that's for damn sure is, you know, my last loss against Revolution, the Lions didn't let me down. St. Brown, Laporta, Montgomery, they all put up great points. And the Lions defense, for that matter. I don't know if I'll be starting them or the Dolphins. Also, new waiver wire pickup Marvin Jones, who I also think is, like, a healthy scratch for Sunday. That's neither here nor there, whatever. Um, I like the, I like Detroit Rock City. Ethan, what do you think? I also like your squad, Trent. Um, I I think Mahomes has some potential here to just drop 45 points, honestly, just playing Minnesota. I feel like if, you're, if your quarterback's playing Minnesota, it's going to be a gun show. But, I mean, like, I'm – again, like, I don't know if I want to put this completely past Rob. I think Carolina – and I know this is going to sound like I'm, I'm beating a dead horse. I think Carolina is also, like, one of those weirder defenses that, like, is stingy every once in a while versus, like, consistently being bad like the Giants are. Um, but if, if the Lions perform, Trent, if the Lions perform, which they are expected to, and which I hope they do, then I think you very easily slide by. But, like, when you live and die by a player, we, we Philly lives and dies by the Dolphin, you got four Lions in there. When we live and die by the Lion, if it's one slip-up, we live. Like, when we when we when we are praying when we are either playing Bryce Young or Andy Dalton we will live. Thank you. That's all. Cheers. Cheers. That's all I'm saying. 
You're right. You're right. You're right. I just think Robbie's, you know, Robbie also has a lion on there, but like he's got a couple guys like Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle has not had a game yet. Like, remember that. Like, he said, Robbie scored 145 without Jalen Waddle getting 10. So, like, yeah. something to watch. So much. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, no, I look, I got respect for Rob. I think this is going to be a match, but like, I just uh, come look selfishly. I think that Detroit Rock City is the best team in the league. Kind of a fluke loss last week. We'll see. We'll get to the picks and Trevolutions game in a sec here, but I just, I, I don't see a way that that team loses has a letdown spot. Spence, do you agree or do you do you kind of see this veering off a little bit? No, I agree. Detroit Rock City. I gave Rob some props earlier. I mean, he's starting to figure out how real football works, but his team's not bad. But I think, yeah, your team's going to get it back on track. I expect Trent to drop a good 150-160 this week. And Rob, I think Rob's still going to put up decent points. So it's not going to be a gimme, but I think Detroit Rock City is going to have a strong week. Yeah, when I see this matchup, I, I mean, I want – I don't know, Rob. Rob puts in a lot of effort. I see him going. He's on the the trade channels. He's putting in a lot of effort. But he does. He I does. want him to win this game, but Detroit Rock City is buzzsaw. I think it was a fluky week last week. Mahomes only putting up 16. They had, I don't know, all the momentum in the world just kind of lost by less than a point to a shifty Trevolution team. But, um, uh, yeah, I got to go with – DRC. I think they're a buzzsaw and they're going to keep on going. Okay. Can't disagree with that. All right, let's move on. Trevolution, the number one ranked team in the league, 4 0, uh, expected to beat Hyde Mr. Moon by a whopping 16 points. We have, get ready for this one, fellas, Joe Burrow against Justin Fields, an all time jungle. Eh, bears aren't jungle cats, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, Ethan, I'll throw it to you so I stop saying stupid shit. Who wins this game? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What'd you say? Uh, jungle cats? Jungle cats. Look, I got to wake up at 4 a.m. I'm delirious right now. I don't care. <laughs> Damn. Let's start rolling then. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it'd be really funny if Jack won this, but I think Jack might be the. Like, if you're projected 90, it's things aren't looking too hot for you. <laughs> and Because uh, <laughs> usually, usually, like, I feel like they, I don't know, I feel like the projections are always whack, but 90 is a tough look for sure. Uh, Trevor, Trevor's, I, listen, this might be a hot take, but I think he, he's gotten a soft 4-0. I think it's a soft 4-0. I'm not too sold on it yet. He's not even the top scorer. He's... He's definitely like in the upper echelon for sure, but there's a few teams that have scored more than him. So I'm not totally sold on the 4-0. Until Joe Burrow starts scoring like he usually does, then I'll start to be, you know, kind of more serious about that conversation. But give me Trevor. I'm just – Jack's team doesn't entice me at all. So sorry, Jack. Yeah, Jack. I I mean, it's more fun when he is good in the league because he's alive in the chat when he's good. He'll talk his shit. He'll talk. Call anyone out, but he's not winning, he's not talking. So, I want him to win this match, but I gotta go with Trevor. I think his team really shows why they're the best team in the league this week. Um, and you got Burrow playing Arizona, I think he'll put up some points. I mean, unless he doesn't, unless he doesn't, unless he doesn't, you could start Sam Howell. I think he's a good backup that he could, but um. I think it just clicks this week, and I think Fields is garbage. Uh, I picked Trevor big, Trevor big time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with what Ethan said earlier. I think Trevor's team, while good, it's a little fluky for a 4-0 team. Every week he seems to have a 
either the Cowboys defense, A-chain, someone drops like 45 plus, which is just, I mean, it's nice, but I don't think that's, that's sustainable. There's, it's so not I, a lot of, it's not a lot of like even, evenly distributed, you know, like, and you could say, you know, like everybody gets the rock, everyone gets to pass the 40 ball around, but until every guy is scoring like 25, 30, then I'm like, I don't know. Cause yeah. 45 don't happen often. Yeah, no, as of right now, th- the Cowboys defense is the best pick in the league, like hands yeah. down. They're putting yeah. up numbers every week, which that's going to slow down. I mean, a little turnover luck, but. Yeah, playing at so. San Fran this week, I don't see them putting up as many points. I expect San Fran to score some points this week. I still think Trevor wins just because Jack's team is pretty dog shit, I'm being honest. I don't think. <laughs> I think we got to have the conversation. Has Jack gone soft so, since he went to the big city? Has he lost his basketball? <laughs> That's what I'm seeing right here. He's, he's getting swallowed up. up by the fans out there. Just swallowed up. I think he's overwhelmed, dude. It says he lost his fastball since he went big time on us, dude. So we'll see. We'll see. But give me, give me Trev. But I don't know, Jack. I need a little more out of you. I'm being honest. So, I'm gonna so need. I'm gonna need an absurd response by Jack in the chat. Yeah, I gotta oh, get one. You're gonna Doja get one. Cat whispering in the ear. Rest assured, you going to get it, even. <laughs> Here's the thing, uh, and I'll try to make this as quickly as possible, but I, I actually think there's some meat and potatoes to this argument I'm about to make here. I have all the respect in the world for Trevor. It's on my record. I have picked him every single week. I'm 4-0 picking Trevor's games, and I'm going to stay 5-0 and because I'm picking Jack this week, and here's why. Here's the thing. It's not because I'm salty because I lost to him. I'll give him all the props in the world, even though kneel downs shouldn't count against a player – for negative rushing yards in the league, let alone fantasy football. It's all just, like, stupid. Figure it out, NFL, whatever. Um, I will say this. Spence, I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said it's always a fluky – like, the Cowboys aren't going to put up that many points against the Niners' D. That's one. And two, we are now a quarter of the season through – like, we Joe Burrow, like, we keep saying, when's Joe Burrow? It's not happening. Like, he's hurt. He's clearly hurt. He's playing hurt. He's scored under 10 points three times. And you know what? To Trevor's to Trevor's like uh credit, he started Sam Howell once. Now, unfortunately, Sam Howell scored like four points in that game. <laughs> but Trev still won. So, so, so all I'm saying is I say all that to say this: like Trev keeps winning in spite of the quarterback, in spite of uh, you know, huge defense play. I just think it's gonna come back to earth. I don't know. I, I think we, we have a barn burner here and Jack just kind of comes away with a win. That's all I'm saying. And it's no good for the culture. Trevor. And if anyone thinks I'm hating on Trevor, go listen to the last three fucking episodes where all <laughs> I did was ride Trevor the whole time. That's bro, all I'm you're saying. A, you're a hater, bro. You're a hater. <laughs> Man, he's dropping you. Do Trent you is, believe that? Trent is dropping Trevor. <laughs> Okay, let's move to Brad. I'm just going to give you the keys here. Brad plays Clarky Boy. Liger's taking on Clarky Boy. We got Russell Wilson playing because Geno's on his bye week. Brad, what happens here? Honestly, I look at this game and I don't like it at all. It's a lot of bad players playing both sides of the ball. Anything can really happen. Both of us got to get a little lucky with touchdowns being scored. Um Made a shifty trade with Gion before this game, getting Rashad White, who was on his bye for Calvin Ridley. People can say what they want about that trade, but I needed a second running back. Um, I don't know. I don't like my team this week. Have no running back play. Got to really lean on the wide receivers, but I'm still going to take them because Clarkie's team is not good. I do not like 
anyone on his team besides Debo. So, um, damn, Brad, you really words. scraping the waiver wire here with some of these guys. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough, but I think Robert Woods and Matt Breed are gonna get it done this week, bro. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Look at but Clarky Boy has more cues over there than a freaking look. At, look at how many guys are questionable on his he has team. A D. He has a D out there, and he's got a D. He's got DQ, and we ain't even talking about Dairy Queen. But look at look at all these injuries, man. It's it, it, Clarky has been struck by the injury bug. Even even though Brad has all of these reserves out here, <laughs> I still think he finds a way to win this. I think. All you all you need, Brad, is AJ Brown and Ayuk, and like they've shown that their potential is there to blow up. Russell Wilson maybe will give you twenty five on a good day, but I mean, if Clarky's guys are healthy, I'm taking Clarky in this one. No offense, Brad. If Clarky's guys are healthy, I do not take any offense to that. My team is suspect <laughs> this week. <laughs> you got a lot of buys, man. It's early. Yeah, 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 you do got a lot of buys right now, Brad. Get them out of the way, though. Yeah, it's nice to get them out. And you want as many guys as possible on by, I would say. Just get it, like, take your tough weeks when they come, but consistently get you guys back in. But I'm going to go Clarky Boy. I think he's going to respond this week. I think Debo Samuel, big game. They're going to use him a lot in the backfield. But I think my big thing is I don't think Russell Wilson's going to get over 10 points. I think he's playing. I like the Jets defense. I think it's going to be a run-the-ball game playing in Denver, so. But maybe, uh, maybe this is us kind of this is a pick 'em game to me. Like either way, but I'm gonna say give me Clarky. I do not think it's a pick 'em game. I got Brad in a route. Look, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I say that somewhat tongue in cheek because I'm just I'm just bullshitting off of what all of you guys have said. But no, I honestly do. I like Brad. I think if there's one reason that Brad should be worried, it's that Jared Goff's on the other side playing that Carolina defense. But I will also say, True. weird you guys, defense. Right, you guys hit a home run right out of the gate. You stepped up to the plate and hit it the dead center with Clarky's 500 questionable players. And like, it's, just, it's not. It's, Mm-hmm. It's not, not going to translate to a win. It's just not. I got a liars. Okay, let's. You got um, one doubtful. Yeah, and one D. One D. One direction. Um, let's do. Did we do Kid Cars the feeling yet? We didn't do that. No, uh, not yet. Let's, well, let's do it right now. Damn it, we got Jordan Love <laughs> taking on Anthony Richardson, two basically rookie quarterbacks projected about the same. Uh, Brad, what do you see here? Um, honestly, Karch has not been getting enough respect in this league. I got to stand for my boy. I think his team is solid. He's got Elvin Kamara. He showed himself that he's a viable fantasy option this week. Um, and although I do love the feeling, the feeling is going to be there, but give it two more weeks. The feeling will show up two more weeks. That's all I give him. But then he'll be a real force. But Mitch, I think he gets this. Big time. I think Nico Collins is legit. Um, he'll have a big game. I love the Watson, love stack. Mitch by 30. That's all I got to say. Damn, 30? 30? 30 dot? Look, He's man, not- all, all I'm saying is that Cooper Cup and Taylor are now in the lineup. So this is the first week where we're getting to see the feeling at full strength. And I, I, I love it. I'm going to take – I know it sounds like a guy. I feel like I picked Mitchell to lose every single week, <laughs> but like genuinely, I think Gavin's team has a serious shot at winning this, and I'm going to take Gavin because 
I think it's it's definitely a storyline that Taylor and Cup are first week back. It's the first week Gavin's had his full team together, and I think it. I, I'll give it to you. I think it'll be close, but give me give me Gianni in this one. I I don't see it, Spence. I'll let you wrap this up, but let me give let me give my quick spiel here. I love Cartier. Um, I don't love the Jordan Love, but the narrative of having Alvin Kamara back in there. I think C.D. Lamb is still due. He's playing in prime time in a you know bright lights that kind of thing. Uh, I, I don't know. Mitch has just been solid all year. And and Gavin, again, I just – the Khalil Herbert, the Bears <laughs> running back, I just – He scored 24 last week. Yeah, I understand that, week. but they're they're on a short week. They're playing a good defense. They're playing a riverboat, Ron Rivera. Like the Bears <laughs> – the Bears aren't going to be able to run the ball. They're the worst team in the league. They're the worst team in the last 20 years. They – suck they <laughs> blow Trent, but if you take khalil herbert and dj chark out of that lineup like who would you say is like the next worst e, guy e, like e, e, e. it's not just khalil herbert it's khalil herbert on a short week that's what it is it's, <laughs> it's, you're you're a running back you know you don't get all yeah, that time to rehab you took, you took all those hits last week you put up a big spot last week you're not doing the same thing against ron rivera you know who he just put all those numbers up against Sean Payton, who is all about you know offense and the flash that kind of thing. The Broncos defense. That guy's, is a, that guy's a douche. Well, yeah, and that's a different <laughs> different song for a different dance or whatever the fuck the sand is. Spence, you can close this one out. What do you think? I'm gonna go contrary to you, Trent. I like the feeling this week. I like. I think Calvin Ridley, dude. Calvin Ridley, Split big week in London, dude. I think a big week for Calvin. I think Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor coming back. One of the one of them's gonna hit big. I don't know which one, but one of them's gonna hit big. I think probably Cup. And I'll be. I think Mitchell Wild three and one. If you look at the total points scored, Mitchell's in the bottom half of the league. I'm just gonna Ooh. be. I'm just gonna be honest about it. So Ooh. I still Mitchell's got a solid squad. Kamara coming back, but do you guys I think like, Nakua's production is gonna be seriously hurt by Cup coming back, or do you think? No, no. <laughs> I'm the same way. I think they will. I think will. they play like the same role. They're both like get yeah. a lot of catches, get a lot of targets. They basically receivers. Yeah, McVay's been using Puka as he'd use Cup. Matters Cup if Cup's like healthy by like later in the season, but if he's not, but I still think Here's Puka will thing. be good. But quick, quick thought on that. That's a great question, Ian Spence. I kind of agree, but I will also throw in: we are all Lions fans. We have all watched Matthew Stafford. Who does Matthew Stafford throw the ball to? It's not always who's open because he throws a lot of picks. It's who he trusts. And he's built some trust with Nakua. I know he trusts Cup. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying it'd be kind of odd for him to make it to this point in the season with Nakua and what they've done to just, like, abandon that ship. Like, I think yeah. he's going to still give them a decent amount of targets. And it'll be like, if Cup was healthy to begin the year, Nakua might not have even taken off on that trajectory. So, I don't know. Great question, though. Something to watch. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with fantasy football. But let's move mm -hmm. on. Oh, I think we have – is this – forgive it's me. got everything to do with fantasy football, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Our last matchup <laughs> is uh, Flying Dutchman's Party Squad. Is that the last one we haven't done yet? I, I believe so. Yeah. so. Well, let's 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 Let do the damn thing. So here's the deal. I want to start here, and I'm not I'm not going to go too in depth. I know I have my anti Dutchman agenda. I'm giving it up. I'm throwing it in the fire. I'm burning it up because here's the thing. You know what else I did? I gave Devin a fucking crown after week one in the throne room, and he's gone 0-3 since. So, Nate, I like Nate big time. I think Devin's Devin's got to make some moves, got to figure some stuff out, got to hit the books. Spence, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, Nate, I want to pick against Nate. I really do. But he's got Saquon coming back. I mean, Ethan, I'll be honest, Moore and Pacheco, those guys are looking pretty solid right now. Yeah. But 
I don't. I could see Jamar Chase having a big week. Maybe, maybe Waller figures it out for Devin. But I just, I wouldn't put my money on that. So give me the Dutchman. Give me the Dutchman by a good amount. I think it's going to be a good Dutchman week. As much Trent, as I, I think hate, Trent, yeah. last week you you foreshadowed Devin possibly making his way into the bottom half of this league very swiftly and soundly, and uh, I'm starting to hop on that train. If I do dare say so myself. I'm not impressed. I think Kirk Cousins has reached his peak, and he's very nice and easy on his down. Well, here's the thing, too. Slide he, right now. He, Kirk Cousins also balled <clears throat> statistically in like the last two or three games, and Devin's lost. And now Kirk Cousins is kind of like the Vikings are waffling. It's like, is he the guy? It's it's a weird mm-hmm. situation. I just don't know how Devin's going to deal with it. And if Joe Burrow's not successful, Jamar Chase will also not be successful. So. That's where I'm going to take the contrary. I like Devin in this matchup. Um, I think Chase and Burrow will be able to throw on Arizona. I don't think Arizona is that good, but new head coach is showing a little bit of some stuff. But I do like um, Hall. I think he'll be able to run on Denver. I think he'll be able to run on Denver. And I think as well as Dotson, I think Chicago, as Trent was saying, does suck. And I think Dotson will have a big game Thursday night. He'll I think he catches a tutty. Uh, I like Devin in a close one. Big upset on the flying Dutch. Everyone wants to see it, too. Everyone wants to see Nate. I love yeah, every, everyone does want to see it. Yeah. Everyone does want to see it. I think we're all just picking like with with the numbers that are in front of us. I just Ethan, don't think Devin's team. If we are not sense. objective, what are we? What are we, Trent? We if are we're not objective. We are nothing. <laughs> We are nothing if we are not objective. It, we, you know, any guys could get on here and just be meatheads and spew their opinions all over the place. Mm. We're objective. We bring object. Look, I picked against myself last week, and I, you know, it bit me in the ass. It came to fruition. Now I'm three and one. Still better than one and three, which some people in this league are. All right, let's move on to real quick. We'll do our uh, gambling corner, Brad. I know you're gonna enjoy this one because you seem to have a good track record when it comes to this type of thing. So we'll go to you what? first. I'm referring to the betting Kings chat. Uh, Brad, do you have like a NFL lock that you like this week? An NFL line. What I see this week, I like jets plus one and a half. I think Denver is not good. I think there was a fluky week against Chicago and Zach Wilson really proved himself last week against Kansas City. But the one caveat is they're going to Denver. So, um, but I still like, I think Jets win this game. I think they win it by more than one. Going Jets one and a half. I like hey, that. Oh, Spence, go for it. Spence, go. Okay, okay. I like that. That was my, I had three games I liked. So that was one of them. I like Jets one and a half. I like sneaky L.A. Rams plus four and a half. Also the money line. I think the Rams might win this week. Philly's kind of due. They're not playing great football. They're still finding a way to win, but I think they might be due. And also I like KC minus four and a half. And they're going to start lighting up the Vikings. I don't think the Vikings are that great. So I like those. Dude, I I, kind of thought that that minus four and a half for Kansas City was a little bit of a trap, Mm. honestly. I think Vegas might know something there, but my lock of the week, Spencer – or also, I wanted to comment on your uh, your Rams pick. I heard I've heard a lot of saying a lot of this saying as well this week is that if you're a good team that wins ugly games, then that's like a testament of being a good team. And I think, well, like you said, Philly hasn't been playing great, but they've been winning those games. So I think when things start clicking together, I think they're going to be something else for sure. 
But um, my lock is the Kansas City Minnesota over. I know it's already pretty high at fifty two, but I just see touchdowns being scored damn near every possession. What's so, the line, E? What is lock? Fifty two and a half. Give me the over. Okay, so there's an over under I love, which is Ravens at Steelers. It's at thirty eight. That is low, and Lamar is playing great. Spence, I know you like to hear mm-hmm. that. Lamar's playing great. The Steelers yeah, but I can Steelers. do. I can see that being like thirty zero. Like I yeah, can see Ethan, that. Yeah, but Ethan, that's that's what everyone that, that every game that's played in Pittsburgh. That's what people say. Oh, it's in Pittsburgh. They got this defense. It's a steel curtain. It's Mike Tomlin. No, no, dude. <laughs> and they got Mark Mitchell Jackson. Trubisky as well. Getting yeah, the that's start. Steelers can't score. That's a big thing. <laughs> okay. Pittsburgh can't score. But then that's where you that's where you spin zone and say they're at home, so they're going to score some yeah. points, and then the okay. Ravens are just going to yeah. rave it. You know, it's they'll get a, they'll get a couple field goals. Yeah. It's, it's, are it's thirty-eight points, bro. The Ravens could win like thirty-one to ten, and that hits. You know what I mean? Like it's just it, true. I, you know what I mean? I love that. So we should make a parlay with these picks. We should make a parlay. That would be fun. Can't lose. CLP. <laughs> I'm making whatever this parlay was. So wait, what's your, if you were putting one of your picks in the parlay, Brad, what would be yours? Is the Jets plus one and a half? Jets plus one and a half. Okay, Ethan's wait, I'm gonna write this down. Paper. Mine was uh, Raven Steelers over and Spence. I'm what should I do? I'm debating Rams or Chiefs. Jeez. Give me the Rams. I think Rams are winning this week. Let's go. Rams money line or plus four and a half? No, we'll do the plus four and a half to be safe. But I like yeah, chill, the money, money line, line if you're. I like the money line this week. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Cooper Cup right, coming back, dude. I'm suspect. I'm Fill suspect. up my cup. I'm putting a half <laughs> unit, half unit on this. <laughs> okay. Well, to wrap things up, well, we'll do the uh, throne room and doghouse in a second here. But uh, before we do that, do you have an NFL fantasy football <laughs> line that you like over under for a certain player? Ethan, we'll throw it to you first since you and I are used to this kind of thing. Yeah, give me Jamar Chase's under fifteen, under fifteen point four. I don't like you said. We're we've been waiting on Joe Burrow to happen. Maybe it's just not going to happen. And uh, I don't know. I think Arizona at home. They did it to Dak. I can I can see them doing it to Cincinnati as well. So I think J- Jamar Chase under fifteen point four six. Okay, I'll go next real quick, and then I'll throw it to these guys. I I'll give Clarky some love because I you know we we all took our jabs at Clarky in this episode. Jared Goff is definitely going over 18.95. I know it might be a run-centric game for the Lions. David Montgomery just had a monster game against the Packers. But even then, I mean, Jared Goff, I could see them getting in the red zone. He throws like two touchdowns. He throws like 200-ish yards, maybe runs for 25 yards or so. And he's going to hit that 18.95. That's that's my lock for the week. Okay, I can go next. I got two for Robbie. I got... Bijan over 13.14. I like that. But I also like Puka under 14.97. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup coming back. So that's what I got. Crazy bet there, Spence. But when I, I wanted to do the little um, same team parlay that Ethan was doing that one week. So I went over to Philly. I love Tua. I love Tyreek. Both over. I think they're both scoring at least 20 this week. So that's my lock. All right. Well, it's we'll, an we'll, easy we'll, pick, Brad. <laughs> no. We want to. We want to see you in the trenches. Okay. I could have made that pick, dude. I was. Everyone did that one. <laughs> if you're really bold, you'll pick an under. I would pick an under Puka. Hey, I'll say <laughs> that. 
I'll throw this out there before we do throne room and doghouse with uh, Ethan and I. I'll say this, Spence. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, you're not going to take my advice one way or another. This is just straight up. Jamison Williams is going to have more than one point in fantasy. He's going to have like a oh, catch for 20 yards or something. It'll he'll he'll hit like a two and a half. But since he's on your bench, that's like a bullshit. You know, I'm not going to take that as a lock. Yeah, Spencer started. You know, no, 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 he's not. He, that's weak, know, he's going to play like ten snaps, maybe. Yeah, I want to play like ten snaps. And he's he'll getting off the, the field and he's a, placing live bets on the game. I'll tell you right now, he's gonna get like a jet sweep and he'll run for like 38 yards or something like that. It'll be it'll be great. But E, let's wrap this thing up with the throne room and doghouse. You have a crown you want to hand out first and foremost. Trent, you're staying on. You're staying in the throne room for me. You you'll be Don't my first pick. Yeah. I just want to get it out of the air, man. I just want to get it out of the air. You're you're in the throne room for me. It's it, that's my pick. I think you have one of the best. I think you have one of the best teams in the league. Is that so crazy to say? No, you lost by point two last week. It's not crazy to say because damn it, they are one of the best teams in the league. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I think I think we could have. I've been in there every week. I thought we could have used the motivation, but since you did it, I can't. You know, I can't. And I knew you weren't going to do it. That's why I did it because I knew you were going to take yourself out. Never lost. <laughs> All right. Um, as far as. Dude, you know what? This is my uh, Ethan. What was our theme of last podcast? What was accountability? It? I will stand on my soapbox. Took me a second to think of the term. The Flying Dutchman belong in the throne room. Damn it! They started. They started zero and one. They well, have not from T Bell. They started zero and one when I started this whole hate agenda. Hate you know everything. They've won three in a row. They definitely look like one of the best teams in the league. Not that I'm swayed by the fantasy rankings, but the fantasy football app here has them ranked as number two statistically. Nate, you deserve a crown, my brother. Ethan. Yeah, I think it'd be a crime to not include Trevor again. You know, I think nothing's really changed as far as his team goes. He'll be a team where it's like if he consistently starts to do worse than he has because maybe the conversation is he peaked in the first three weeks of the year. Maybe that's the conversation, um, but that's something that we got to monitor as the year goes. But as of, as of this week and as of what he's been doing this year, he stays in the throne room, Mr. Trevor. So right now we've got Trevor at number one in the league in there, Nate at number two in the league in there, Detroit Rock City number three in the league in there. Where are you going, Trent? Are you going to go number four? I'm not going chalk. I, and I'm not just doing this because ah. – <laughs> Delmar deserves to be make Delmar great again. Absolutely deserves to be in the throne room. I had this written down on my sheet beforehand. Spence, I just I love Lamar. I Christian McCaffrey's balling. Christian Kirk is balling. George Kittle is just George Kittle's the 14th ranked tight end right now, just waiting to blow up. Spence has a great team going right now, and uh, it, it would be a crime. I know David's been in there the last two weeks, so it's kind of weird to just kick him out. But uh, I'll put Spence in there for the sake of parity. Good for the church. Perfect. Good for the yeah. church. Thank you, thank you. It's good for the church. It's good. I didn't mean <laughs> David going at it. It's gonna be. I mean, that's like a throne room matchup right there. Whoever wins yeah. that is gonna. That's a for sure lock in there. But yeah, you're right. We I don't like. Lock- we don't like. We don't like making it a win loss thing. You're kind of yeah. right in a way, but Trent usually gets on me when I say that. Like, oh, because yeah. they won, they get to be in the throne room. <laughs> but, but this week, this week it makes sense. And also, I think it's when uh, they show you true colors. My, I will. I'll be honest. Christian McCaffrey was a little pissed we weren't in it last week. I was a little upset that Philly got it over me. But hey, trouble, trouble in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Trouble in Philadelphia, dude. 
See, the the, the, the the interesting thing is, you know, the, all the one and two records and the two and run records and the you know, all that stuff, it all looks the same. Now we're starting to get sort of the quarter point of the season where it's like yeah. three and one, two and two, oh and four. You start to see who the real dogs are. So in that vein, let's go to the dog house. Ethan, who are you throwing in the dungeon first? Nort. Easy pick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you stink. And we play each other this week, so maybe I'm speaking too soon, but you're 0-4, man. I'm sorry, Chris. I gotta I gotta put you down there with, with em- emphasis. Is that a word? What am I what am I what am I thinking of? I'm fr- with emphasis. Fr- How'd I forget the word <laughs> emphasis? Damn. Well, I, hey, I was putting it down there with emphasis. I was gonna say emphaticness, so that's you Emph- know. <laughs> just goes to show where this podcast has gone. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're losing brain cells by the minute. Just a teacher and a journalism major. What do we know about grammar? Nothing. Um, I will throw <laughs> I'll make this quick. Devin, you're down there. Devin and I had some dialogue this week. It it you know, I Devin, I love you. It just yeah, one and three. Kirk Cousins not going to keep this up. Brees Hall, again, they can't run the ball because they stink. Zach Wilson had the best game of his life for the Jets, and they scored 18 points. Can't run the ball. Uh, Devin, you're down there. E, who else? So, Trent, I'm going to make the third obvious pick here and put Jack in the doghouse. <laughs> uh, which is, I'm just saying, I'm curious to know where you go with this, but I put Jack in the doghouse – Obviously, can we can we call a spade a spade here and say that Jack has scored the least amount of points in the entire league? Like that's not if and that's not crazy to say. Jack, you're in the doghouse. Um, yeah, three ninety three hasn't even broken four hundred yet. Consistently gets ninety five, but he is consistently also in the doghouse. Okay, if you think I was gonna let somebody who put up fifty six points and has yeah. One, two, three, four, five hundred questionable players on their roster. <laughs> skate. If you thought I was going to let that team skate this week, you out of your goddamn mind. Clarky, I'm sorry. I know it comes across like I'm just a Clarky hater on this show, but Ethan left me no choice. Clarky, you can't put up the historically. In the, we've been in this league how many years, Ethan? How many years? I think we're in like year seven, maybe seven. Six something we around there. Up. Let's let's round up. It's about a decade. Seven. You, you decade. put up the worst. You put up the worst performance of mm-hmm. the decade. Damn it! You're in the doghouse. You should be in there for like three or four weeks, but we'll see how you get off the mat this week. That's all. Trent, I don't know about historically. You, Trent, back in your heyday of being the worst teams in this league, you might be. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hang on, hang on. Matthew Stafford. Any any team with Matthew Stafford and Golden Tate was not putting up fifty six points. They were putting up at least seventy five. At least. All right, all right, all right, all right. But hey, let's shout out Rob for making him out of the doghouse. I think that needs to be said. Robbie's starting to impress the talking heads here. Good for you. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Throwing yeah, room in doghouse. As if our high horse opinion means anything. Uh, Woody means and everything. Brad, thanks a lot for joining. Uh, by the way, Spence, I've never called you Woody in my life. It's just that's what I know. <laughs> Shout out, Chris. Shout no, out, Chris. Fine. It's just, it's, <laughs> I'm in the dungeon right now. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the dungeon down here. <laughs> I was just reading the nameplates on the stream here, and that coming out of my mouth just sounded weird. But Spence, Big Woody Smart. Thanks for joining us. Do you have any closing thoughts? We'll go to Spence first. Okay, I'll start us off. No, I've been loving the pod so far. It's my big thing. I need more boys to reach out and get on the pod, dude. A lot of y'all are scared. They're whispering behind the scenes, dude. 
but say it with your fucking chest, boys. Get on yeah. the pod. Everyone needs to get on this pod at least once, or I'm gonna be a little disappointed. So that's my final words. But love the pod. I'm a, I'm a big listener. I'm glad to be on. I'd love to do it again. But yeah, thank you, boys. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having us on. This is a ton of fun. It's love talking shop with the boys. I mean, it's a great time. But um, you look at this. I want Nathan on this freaking podcast. This guy's got a lot to say behind the screen. It's going back off of what Spence was saying, Nathan is the biggest talker behind the screen. Get Nathan Willett on this podcast. I want to hear him. I want to hear Mitchell Karcher on this podcast. I want him to voice. I want his voice on this podcast. But love the pod. Look forward to it every week. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you, boys. It's always a pleasure, gentlemen. Always a pleasure to have two esteemed members of the league Join us to to talk shop, as you say. Um, it was a great legends, episode. Was, yeah. yeah, OG, OGs. We got the OGs right here, dude. Delmar Legends. Delmar, it's in the blood, man. Oh, you know, Ethan, you know what else I wanted to throw out here when the three of us were talking before you got on, like just before you got on the stream, was we have three elementary schools represented here. Oh, and in the shit. Whole league. We, know, we know what the best one is, though, right? <laughs> CPLC, give me that AC, you feel me? Yes, sir. That's a learning center, boys. <laughs> e, that is all for week four. You got any? You got any closing thoughts, my friend? Famous last Look, words. We get. We're into another week full of drama, full of heat, full of passion. And look, we we were. Listen, man. Let me tell. You, let me say one thing, man. Before we close this out, we wake up on Monday morning. We wake up Tuesday morning. We grind our our grinds every single day, man. We go out there and we do our thing every single day. We get a paycheck every other week, maybe monthly, however you do it. But we do it for this right here. We do it for the Thursday night football. We do it for the Sunday night football. We do it for the prime time, seven hours of commercial free football. We do it for this. And you know what? Damn it, it's week five, and we've been loving it, and we got another big week coming, Trent. So I think the only thing we can do is put our best foot forward and look forward to another fantastic week of NFL football and another fantastic week of this league's existence. Couldn't have said it better myself. In the wise words of one Marshall Mathers, crack a bottle, folks, because we are <laughs> in the thick of it. We are, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of like, you know, one weeks one through four, we're all feeling it out. No, it is all out warfare now. And you better watch out because everybody is in their own right is a war machine. Week five coming up here tomorrow or today as people listen to this. Justin Fields taking on Sam Howell because everyone wanted to see that. <laughs> so that'll be great. But, hey, Spence uh, and Brad, thanks so much for getting on. As these guys said, all you got to do is send me or Ethan a text. That's all you got to do. Mitchell, to his credit, wanted to be on tonight, couldn't because of some work restraints. But, hey. In due time. We'll be right back recording this thing, hopefully next Wednesday night. So, reach on out. May the best man win this week. Good luck, everybody, and go Lions. Cheers. Go Lions. One pride, baby.